0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Hey guys, I'm finally Korean. I've transitioned. I'm so, so happy I've completed my look. I'm finally Korean, guys. I have the eyes. just had a brow lift as well um so i'm so happy finally i've been trapped in the wrong body for eight years and that's the worst feeling in the world when you're trapped and you don't feel like you can be yourself but finally i'm korean i can be myself and i'm so so happy y'all niggas know what's up what? you, say, you say pandemic, Yo. pandemic. oh you want to see a pandemic, pandemic. Really, Hill with the mean you nice house if you look out you can see some eagles and a few yachts got a roommate he won't move out if he won't smoke he to cool out and he drills shit got the two out it's the wolf gang brooklyn zoo out nigga Wu-Tang you get you out where's you, my podcast partner oh, trying to tell me he had dick cancer but I can't listen I don't have dick cancer
1: nor mm-hmm. do I testicle cancer
2: either but that's how people die man They're, they live
1: in denial and it's really like, <laughs> oh man yes 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 ladies and gentlemen we are back in the cast thank you for tuning in to another episode of the pops culture podcast i'm your host papa minnow you can find me on instagram at pops.culture or on twitter at papa and as always i'm joined by my co-host gabe ephart gabe how you doing today i am is finally having a cool
2: day so I'm okay. Um, there's been a heat wave here, and it's, it's literally been the hottest it's ever been in Vancouver. So the whole city's kind of shut down again. I mean, the world is ending, but with Corona, everything's shut. Literally, we've had stuff shut down for like three days because of a heat wave, which I've never experienced in my whole life living in Vancouver, too. So I'm pretty sure the end of times are coming. And we're just all chilling. And we also had like Basically, the American government came out and said, and now I'm just flying it off the handle that there might be that they like have kind of proof of aliens and admitted it. And the world's just this is it, man. We're done in like under five years. I'm putting my money on it, so I'm pretty good. Five more <laughs> years to live—that's pretty exciting. <laughs> like I'm actually excited about it.
1: All that shit going down. I'm pretty good though. Like, yeah, like wait. no,
2: it's actually—it's weird that it actually makes me kind of happy. You know, like. If there's an alien invasion, I
1: would not stress. Like what are they gonna Dude, do? The alien shit is so old though. And they don't have, like there is aliens, but no one really cares because of all the other shit that's been going on in the world. It's not that big of a deal. And I don't even think the aliens fuck with us. They don't even care. They're oh, absolutely if they're, not. If they're that advanced to be able to get to our civilization and have things that we can't detect, they don't give a fuck. It's just like when you see, um, this was a great example that someone told me an analogy. It's like when you see ants on yeah, the ground, yeah. you don't disguise yourself to hide from the ants because you don't care what the ants think. They're You're way bigger than them. You're smarter than them. You know better than them. So it doesn't matter what the hell they do. You just might observe and look at them right, from a distance. <laughs> all, That's pretty much it. All it takes
2: is one wild alien kid. Like when I was 10, <laughs> I used to get like WD-40 and get like a lighter and burn anthills like a little fucking pyro and like watch all the ants like internally scream and suffer so all it takes is one little wild alien to be like yo fuck this dirt hill of a like planet and kick us over but I'd honestly I already feel like I'm a slave anyways to the 9 to 5 so there's some like higher power of aliens coming to enslave me I'd be like what would you even do like I just kind of like shrug my shoulders and be like alright let's see what happens next <laughs> you have no options if they have that much more power than you you really don't have Anyway. Yeah, but there's gonna be, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I'll just roll over and die. Like, some people will be like
1: devastated. I'll be like, yeah.
2: Like, I'll just be like, okay. Like, I'll just get on all fours and present myself to them.
1: There's also the possibility that they are walking among us. <laughs> like, they could technically just be other people that we just don't know about, and they're just hiding in a shape shifting form that we don't know. No, because then
2: if they're like superior,
1: possible. I think it'd be too hard for them to hide. They'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm fucking
2: dealing with this kid right now, like talking to him and stuff." Um, I'm more, I'm more on the wave of. I agree with you. We're just an ant hill that no one gives a fuck about. Like it's almost undoubtedly that there is aliens. I just don't yeah, think they've come to Earth. Yeah, or-
1: you can't, uh, you can't deny that there is another life form out there that's probably more superior than us in the entire, not even just the galaxy or like the universe, but, but the other galaxies, like. Yeah, even in our own, sorry, even in our own galaxies, what I'm going to say. I was going to say our solar system, but that's not possible. But yeah, and even in other galaxies or our own galaxies, there's definitely some life forms or multiple life forms that are definitely way more advanced than our shit.
2: Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking right now. And I don't know, just <laughs> that's basically what's going on. We got heat waves. We still, we got a pandemic. We got aliens, you know, it's, it's perfect.
1: Life well, is odd, perfect right now. It's coming back, man.
2: What's coming back? God? Yeah. What does that even mean? The return of Jesus
1: Christ. What are you talking about? The oh, ra- have you been talking to your mom again more or something? <laughs> no. You, you were the one who was just saying the world was ending in five years. You have a plan. Yeah, not on
2: Sky God's dad. behalf. Not on Sky Daddy. <laughs> it's just die. It's ending because the world's ending. Like,
1: What if he's the alien? Uh, then I'm
2: shitting fucked. on him right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so fucked. I've, I've gambled so hard. I say I'm not a gambling man, but I've taken so many risks. I fucking hope that God doesn't exist. So, oh man, I would just like imagine like Jesus did rise or something. And I'd be like, ah, fuck! I am so screwed right now. <laughs> so, that's what I got going. <laughs> that's like internally what I have going on right now. I haven't worked today either because I've just been like ruminating over that.
1: To be fair, the other side would probably suit you better though. You wouldn't want to be with all the happy. Go love you people in heaven. True. Like off like control. Biggie said, man. I don't want to be up there with all the goody goodies. Yeah, you'd probably want to roll with the other side. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
2: think know, there's cocaine in heaven? I don't think so. Yeah, there's definitely no drugs. <laughs> so count me out right off that. <laughs>
1: there off, you go.
2: Boom. But oh, I went to Whistler too. Va- little vacation. So that's when my did
1: way.
2: this happen? This on the weekend. What'd you do there? It, it was just I was just chilling. I um went up there and just went and spent the night and stuff it was it's like nice out there so just chilling and then we went out for dinner i don't know just get away a little get away because i'm still not trying to like oh yeah did some mushrooms really it was a
1: yeah quite an experience
2: dude i'm a, a big
1: a- mushroom guy now as i get older i was at a party where people were doing mushrooms actually not too long ago well, if not you hit them last weekend <laughs> Yeah, they're big out in beat. Like, there's mushroom stores out here and stuff. Like, you can just
2: go into the store and get it. Like, you know, how we have cannabis stores. We have two. We have two mushroom stores now too. Like, where it's perfectly legal. You just go in and buy it. Um, so, like, I went and got a bunch of stuff last week, and then took it with me. And I don't know. I've done a few. I've always had great times. Like, I'm not a weed guy or anything. Because if I get too stoned, it trips me out. Yeah. That's but nice to me too. I, I found the sweet spot with like mushrooms, where it's not like. You don't lose grip with reality. You just kind of get a nice little... Everything kind of looks like a nice painted picture. And that, and you just chill and walk around. And it was pretty nice. Big fan.
1: You guys have sex?
2: Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why did you ask me? Like, I felt like we're 16 again. Did you have sex, bro? Did you, did you do the sex? Did you do it, man? You know I'd be doing the sex, baby. I'd be sexing. Sex so much.
1: You saw a titty, bro.
2: I saw okay. see, I touched the titty, too. Uh, Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so life, no, but life uh, is good.
1: Yes. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying life somewhere. And you sound like you're in a good place right now. Unlike your usual Ooh. self. But <laughs> yeah, last week I was at a party and they were just doing shrooms casually. And I was a little bit shocked just because the time that I did shrooms, it was three grams. So I went on one of those, like, yeah, real trips. you tricks. were hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but these people were saying, like, nah, you could just micro-dose it and you'll be fine. But this was also one of the first times I'd been out in a while. And like you said, for me, if I do too much weed or a certain strain of weed more is more what it is, I just lose touch with reality and I start tripping out way too hard. And just yeah. that thought was, like, enough to keep me from being – like, you know, I don't want to I don't want to try a little bit of shrooms and then have that potential happen. Even though they were saying you can microdose and you'll be fine, I just didn't want to risk it. So I just alluded not to doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, a lot of people were doing it, and like you said, they just got a nice buzz and vibe off of it. I actually kind of, maybe not pressured, but... Remember, sorry, I was going to say, maybe not made, but I kind of pressured a girl into doing maybe three grams of it, and she... Oh. Wait, and you did none? Yeah, I did none. That's big Predator vibes, bro. No, I wasn't trying. Okay, when I say it like that, maybe it sounds like I was trying to, like. Yeah, any- I wanted her to her lose remote. touch reality yeah, 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 no. so I could touch her reality. Yeah, let me, let me clear that up. That's not what was happening. It was more so we were talking about shrooms and the experience, and I was telling her how I saw walls, like, merging, and colors were melting within each other when I went and did my shroom trip. And she was yeah. like, oh, I want to see that. And I'm like, well, I don't think you can get it based off of just doing one of these mushrooms. Because that's what she first took. She just took like a small mushroom. Yeah, I, took, yeah, yeah. I took three grams and that's when I started to trip. So she was like, okay, I'm going to try that. And then she decided to scarf down a handful of mushrooms <laughs> and wait to see what happens. But she was uh, fine for, the most of, for most of the night. She actually didn't trip out or get any crazy or anything like that. So it was good. It was cool. Yeah, no, I don't like.
2: It's honestly now that I've done it. So like, I've done the last two years a bunch compared to, um like, I never. I maybe did it, like two or three times before that. But once you once you know how many to take in that, like, I always take like I'll take like a gram and that gets like a nice little little edge off of it. And then like whatever, like two grams is the most I'll take with, and it won't like trip. It'll just give you kind of nice visuals. So it's a vibe, especially as you get older in that too, because you're at you're actually. I find when I do it like in a gathering and stuff, and I just do a little bit amount, then you're not as like you won't drink as much. Like you only need like three or four drinks, and then you don't have the hangover the next day and stuff too. So, big, big, big fan. And I think yeah, lots of people clutch. are too now because like we straight we straight up have like the equivalent of cannabis stores, but now with weed, you just go in, you can get brownies, you can mushroom drinks and everything and that too. And it's supposed to be really good for your mental health, like microdosing and that as well. So. Um, Shout out to that. Shout out to the mushrooms.
1: Yeah, next time someone has them, I'm definitely gonna microdose them and see what happens. Cause yeah, sounds way better than just you know either getting ridiculously high or like you said, absolutely plastered off of alcohol and then having to deal with the repercussions. Hangover the next day. day. Anti hangover. Yeah, two to three days now. It's not even. It's not even just the one day. Sometimes you have to deal with it for two days, which is worse. But yeah, this is episode 95 of the Pops Culture Podcast, guys. As always, thank you for listening. Continue to like, rate, review, subscribe, or follow on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. There's a lot that happened this week, and there's a lot that's going to continue happening within the next few weeks, but this week was jam-packed with a lot of things. Even today, a lot of news happened to break right before we decided to record this podcast. So, luckily, I did get to see these stories before it happened. The first one we're going to start off with is another 182 kids have now been found at another former residential school in Cranbrook, BC. That brings the total to, I believe, 1,512. I could be wrong on that number, I'm not 100% sure, but it's around 1,500. And obviously, there's definitely a lot more hidden bodies all over. We touched on this before. Tragic situation, obviously. We know Canada needs to make amends and action needs to be taken. It can't just be words and stuff like that. People need to be investigated. People need to go to jail because residential schools only ended in 1997, so a lot of these people are still out here, still alive, and maybe they didn't start the residential schools, but they were definitely participants among it. I think John Trudeau's dad was actually a part of something like that, or the part of the government that was funding it as well, too. So... Action definitely needs to be taken. Um, but where I really wanted to go with this is the discussion about Canada Day and celebrating it. Are you celebrating Canada Day this year? Do you even have um, plans for Canada Day this
2: year? So, yeah, well, so like one of my like best friends, literally his quarantine just ended today. So, obviously, he wants to go. Where is he going?
1: Or where were He's coming, coming from?
2: from London. So, he's in town. We haven't seen each other in like two years.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
2: so, obviously, and he's not woke. Uh, but he wants to like link up for drinks tomorrow. So I'm going to go, I mean, like I said earlier on Twitter and stuff, like I think you can go out and enjoy your day off, um, which I plan on doing, but I'm not going to celebrate Canada day in any way. And um, I'm going to, I got a, I got a shirt representing indigenous people. So I'm going to wear that tomorrow. Um, And kind of like, I don't know. I'm going to go for drinks and hang out with like my friend who's home, but I'm not, I'm going to outwardly express to people that I'm not celebrating Canada Day, if they ask. Like, I'm not going to walk around and be like, fuck Canada Day, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but, you know, like, you enjoy your Canada, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm here enjoying my day off, not, not celebrating the country right now. Um, and it's not even a full dismissal of the country, but if anything, the bare minimum I can do isn't give up a Canada day, like celebratory style. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'm, so I'm not going to run around shooting out fireworks or rock the flag or anything. I'm going to go for drinks. Um, maybe be a little bit annoying and mention that I'm not celebrating Canada day a bit, but that, that that's my plan so far. Um, yeah. What about
1: you? Well, for starters, I'm actually working tomorrow because I did the, in lieu of, uh, Time off? Because I didn't want a random Thursday off in my week. so I Yeah, just, fair. I'll take off Friday instead, so I'm going to be working for most of the day. Afterwards, similar to what you said, I will be out just kind of drinking on a patio, possibly. It is supposed to rain. I don't know how heavily or at what time the rain is taking place at. So if it does take place after my work, then obviously I'm just going to chill at home and not do anything. But if it doesn't and it's still sunny outside, I am supposed to be out on a patio somewhere. Similar to you, I'm not anti the whole celebration and if people choose to celebrate it I can still understand that ideology as well too but um I never really been a fan of Canada Day per se like when it comes to Canada Day it more so it's just more so me partying and having fun with people I've never been one of those that is first. for everyone though they can lie and say they love Canada Day, but no, no, no there's people fun- who no there's people who go all out like they rock the red they've got the flags out like They're true blooded Canadians. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's right. But
2: it's still to me, that's not even like, that's just like, I don't know, it's the same. Like, I don't think it's even that it's so easy to do. It's just like, I don't see that as a reflection of your like appreciation for the country. Like, if you're truly appreciating, you go sit down at the library and spread the good word (laughs) of Canada on the corner street. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like another Christianity. It's a, it's like the same way if you were a Raptors God. It's the same way if you were like a Raptors fan and they won. You're obviously still hitting the streets and that. So it's like I don't know. I just think it's I know what you're saying too. I just think it's like I don't I've never saw those people as like patriots or anything. They're just alcoholics with a reason to party like who like to like, you know, be extra.
1: I don't know. I think maybe I might be describing more of the older crowd more so than our generation. I think yeah, our yeah, generation. yeah purely cares about the drinking. Like when you see some of the older men or women, you know, they're out doing True. the stuff. They're really celebrating. Like the, the Americans messages. with Fourth July. Like those old people that have the
2: barbecue and everything's red, white, and blue. And yeah. they're fucking telling you how great America is. And you're like, sir, my whole family came from slaves. Like, take it easy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I wasn't descendants, but I understand what you're saying. Because um, when it comes to, like, even as an immigrant, or what is it, first... First, second generation, first generation, first generation, whatever. I can't Your ask. mom's from there, so you're first, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So with that, I've had some Canadian pride. When I was more so, when I was younger. I think as I got older, I didn't really start to care as much about the country of Canada and repping it so much, because yeah. you know, it's it's really only Toronto that I feel like you're honestly really accepted out here. But like, and obviously the the country has brought brought freedoms and you know, historic historically in my time it hasn't been as bad as america or whatever so there is some kind of pride in that because like a lot of times when we compare ourselves to america you know we laugh at them for being obese and all that stuff and the way that they do their politics now we're starting to kind of emulate them but beforehand like you know i was you know you're all right with celebrating canada in that fashion and obviously when it yeah. came to hockey you have that pride as well too but i never really it's kind of weird because i never really fully considered myself like a hundred percent canadian i kind of feel like i'm a mix like half and half because yeah, of same. traditions. So, yeah, there, there, there's that element to it. But, yeah, I mean, I can understand people celebrating. I can understand people not celebrating it. But I think the biggest thing that needs to be done is just, you know, people should take creed of what's going on in the country, especially with these children being found, and have a remembrance for that. And, you know, do your due diligence, like you said. Maybe not get into the library, but definitely read about the situation that's going on with indigenous people and trying to find out ways that we can help and, and be more involved and to recognize them as people and what they've gone through. I think that goes a long way. And that's something that people should be remembering on this Canada day and to keep at the forefront of their celebrations if they choose to do so.
2: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And I, I have an interesting relationship with it too, just being as like hearing my parents' stories and, I mean, I wasn't in the States that long, but obviously like going back and forth and that like I kind of had an appreciation for the life I was given here and compared to the States and like how my parents were treated like as an interracial couple and just like the race and like everything. My experiences have been so much more pleasant in Canada for the most part than um, than the States. So I always had this like, oh, like, I was, you know, as I got older, I was like super thankful my mom made that decision to bring me here and all the experiences I got because of that but then also I don't know I feel like it's the same way too like for me to ever tell the natives and stuff like to like you know kind of dismiss them and tell them to appreciate Canada Day and stuff and like honestly even so, so where I, I went to high school we had a we had lots of natives like there's reserves where my parents are like grew up like I see a bunch of those I'm a survivor like there's houses right now that are maybe five minutes away from me with people who live there who survive residential schools because they closed, yeah. they went to register. Like they live, they're my neighbors essentially and their households have survivors of the residential schools. Right. So it's just like for me to dismiss that and stuff would be insane because it's the same way of like, I can't look at America seriously because of how, you know, part of that treated like my, my dad's side and that family as well. And I've had an anger and dismissal of that country and its race relations and that too. So the audacity for me to, to um you know tell indigenous people to get over it or whatever is kind of ridiculous so i, I i've been reflecting on a lot this week and i've realized like i'm totally like with them and uh, I, i'm going to try my best not to celebrate canada day and like have that conversation when prompted so yeah that's just how i feel now too and I don't know. It just fucked. Like, especially now that the Catholic Church still hasn't apologized for it in that too. And I think a lot of my beef and I think a lot of people's beef too should be questioning the Catholic Church and the religion on top of like tons of other stuff they've done too now, as well. So I just I I want people to have that discussion too. So yeah, that's where I'm sitting right now.
1: Well, has Trudeau said anything too? Cause it's also on the government. Yeah, so business. he well, he asked,
2: he I mean, he's done the lip service, and then he's personally said he's disappointed because he's asked the Catholic Church to apologize. And the Canadian archbishops have said they won't do that right now. And It's too difficult. And to in order for them to do that, they have to be... Pre- they, ba- the Catholic Church is basically coming up with a bunch of excuses why the, the um, Pope won't apologize. And Trudeau has said, for, I don't know if it's not good enough for some people, but Trudeau has said it's like bad and an embarrassment. And he's ashamed that the Catholic Church won't apologize. I don't think he has much... Like well, I don't know what you expect Trudeau to really do in regards to this specific situation, but yeah, so that's that's what he said Well, he's so he is, well yeah, I, he, well, you know what? I mean? No, I meant like in regards of the cat, like the okay, Catholic true, true, true. Okay, side. Okay, yeah. obviously okay, there's yeah. stuff the yeah. Canadians can do <laughs> for for reserves and support and stuff like that. I just meant for the, yeah, the yeah, Catholic okay. side. Like he's right. not in control of yeah. the church stuff. I mean, lots of people are calling for the taxation of the Catholic Church, which I agree with too, um, but. Yeah, beyond that, I don't, obviously, you just stuff Trudeau continues. Yeah, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant to making the Pope and the Catholic Church apologize, which they're refusing to do right now, which is kind of a bad look. But that would set a lot of precedents because they have a lot of things to apologize, a lot of kiddly diddling in their their history too. So you don't want to open up
1: that floodgate. They'll be apologizing for a lot of stuff, apparently. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> um, yo, do you know who Salino and Barnes are? No. Okay, so should I? Maybe not. I mean, do you watch The Price is Right? Do you watch? (laughs) Am I a fucking boomer? What do you mean? Do I watch The Price is Right? Do you watch Family Feud at all? Do you watch? No, I no. Why?
2: Not. No, I don't. Okay.
1: Well, they're these two famous attorneys, and they have one of the most catchiest jingles ever. And I was just recently watching Family Feud today and their commercial came on, and it was just Salino, and I was like, wait, hold up. There's beef between Salino and Barnes? Like, these guys have been through thick and thin for the past like at least 15 years. They had one of the best jingles ever, and they had this new commercial, which was just Salino. The jingle's still kind of the same, but it's not really. It's a little bit different. So I was like, yo, there's beef between these two? What the fuck? Like What is going on in our, in our world where these two guys are breaking up? And then I go to Google what happened. I was like, yo, so what happened between Selino and Barnes? Turns out Stephen Barnes, the other associate, died in a plane crash. And I was like, oh, shit, that's not what I wanted to hear. Like, I would have preferred if it was beef that they ended up yeah. ending their thing over. But then I find out he died in a car crash – or, sorry, plane crash. And I was, like, not devastated but a little bit upset about that because, you know, it's not the news I really wanted to hear about it. But – just want to say rest in peace to uh, Stephen Barnes from Salino and Barnes, man. That what a weird that. fucking tangent you just went off on. Well, I, like I said, I was watching, I was watching uh, Family Feud, and that popped up, and you know, just did some digging. So, yo, do you have cable? <laughs> yeah, so I get free cable in my in my unit. So, oh, when your union, like at your work? No, in my household. What the fuck are you talking? Oh. About? oh
2: i thought you meant like
1: work union what no 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 my unit like the unit in my apartment oh Every other apartment in this building does not get that but mine does i get free cable why uh you know basically the situation is um before they got rid of the analog stuff i think that's what it was called yeah before they moved yeah. to digital when they had analog um, when my brother was mo- moved into this barman way earlier on, he was able to get cable before that, and then that just like remained throughout the unit. So, huh? When they switched yeah. to digital, and just- is that where you like? Does uh, it give you ba- the
2: basketball game? Like, yeah, so I have, I, have, I have like all that, all that.
1: Pretty all right. Yeah, it's actually a really good deal. Um, speaking of good deals, or maybe not really good deals, I didn't really know how to segue into this next topic, but. Oh, I don't know. Should we talk about Tyler first? You want to talk about Tyler? Or do you want to talk about OnlyFans? I was gonna go into OnlyFans, uh, but I feel like we should go into Tyler. This
2: guy's addicted to OnlyFans. Uh, let's go to OnlyFans because. Oh my god! Okay. Let's get like <laughs> the let's get the jokes out of the way. All
1: right, OnlyFans. OnlyFans came out a few days ago, and I don't know who the owner is, but basically, the company itself has stated that they are looking to move away from adult content. And this comes through as they're looking for a new round of funding from investors in order to become more of a mainstream company with their current model of, you know, doing adult content that doesn't lend themselves well to other people wanting to invest in the company or to yeah. get advertisement dollars as well to uh, users of the platform right now, which obviously we know a lot of it is straight up not safe for work and sex work. We're almost
2: else. an OnlyFans podcast at this
1: point like an episode doesn't <laughs> go by where we
2: don't mention it
1: it's such an interesting topic though it just generates so much discussion not only about you know how men and women kind of transact in that medium but even just business-wise there's just so much to talk about and discuss when it comes to OnlyFans and how much it you know why though it because it's so much a part of our culture now there's so many girls who just have OnlyFans and have started OnlyFans And it's all over the internet. So it's pretty much become synonymous with regular culture right now. So I guess that's what Mm -hmm. we discuss it. But user of the platform, you know, they generated $2 billion last year, and OnlyFans takes 20% of that, which is quite a lot, actually. So they do make a lot of money off of that. But like I just said, with them looking for a new round of investors and finding other ways to make more money, because, you know, that's what a business is really about, just making more money they're never satisfied with enough they're looking for more money and more revenue streams and that only comes through advertising dollars and investors uh they can't get that without changing their model and becoming more mainstream which is really what the platform started as it was meant to be for people to be more mainstream and creative uh it just i mean there there are like every time i go on but it's funny because they're so
2: there are other people who do like some gaming stuff and like dude, whatever. If I see you gaming
1: on OnlyFans, I'm not watching that shit,
2: nigga. Okay, I yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Every time someone That's why I said I don't think they can escape this because every time someone's like a regular dude who's like I do my movie review and it's only on OnlyFans, all the comments will be like nigga no. Like unless you're showing some titty or something, I'm not going on OnlyFans. So like there are people out there but Every time someone's reaction, they see the OnlyFans tagline, they're like, what? What, <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, Why would I go to OnlyFans to see some guy talk about like a new movie review or something? You know what I mean? So I think the only way they could ever escape that is um,
1: is the, a name change.
2: Like, it's forever branded now
1: yeah if i do see a link and a guy is attached to it and it says only my first assumption is i'm not clicking that shit don't care what's behind it i'm not clicking on that link no matter what but yeah it's kind of like what you said it's hard to get away from that branding because or sorry what i just said because it's so ingrained in the culture and we know it to be tied to sex that you can't really escape that name i think the only way that they can do it is once they start getting other people who are like of big names onto the platform and they happen to change that narrative, then you can get, it, then you can get that change happening without you having to get a name change going through it because Beyonce actually boosted a lot of their view, I, maybe membership or viewership. I can't, I don't know which one exactly. Um, but she boosted them because she mentioned them in a song, which lured a lot of people to look at the platform uh, despite oh, yeah, she did, she did that on the, um, the Mega Stallion remix, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and she obviously doesn't use the site, she doesn't have her own. Fuck was, no, so, yeah, and she didn't get paid for that either. So, just more so that you know, she brought out her fans. Um, and they actually reached out to her, they tried to get her onto the platform, you know, <laughs> to do her own not sex work, obviously, but yeah, to get her to what they want to do is to get celebrities more involved with their consumers and their fans and get them closer together, and you know bridge that gap of you being able so, to see kind of like a day in the life of Beyonce or something.
2: So why that also might not happen, though, is because other celebrities who have gone on OnlyFans to do, like, not titty, but they've gone on OnlyFans to do whatever, have get dragged on social media because sex workers are like, you're taking away from what we actually do. Like, we're out here showing titty, like, doing our life, and you're out there like... I think it was a couple girls, like... um who were like in bikinis or famous actresses and stuff but weren't doing like the full-on thing and they were getting like close to cancel because they're like you're all stepping on sex workers toes with that shit right um also so that might be a problem in itself as well with continuing to go to only fans as well i just don't see why any famous person would do that unless the incentive was like a lot 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 more money than say like, Vivio or whatever it could give you. So, I just... I don't know. It seems weird. And, and going back to, like, why... It's actually crazy that, like... I don't understand why OnlyFans is even trying to move away from this. Like, just go more full hooker. Like, I I, I don't even understand the point of it. Like, sex... Porn is the biggest thing in the world. Like, you found your niche. Like, why are you trying to go... Any, like, you can increase your capital and investors and everything with more sex. Like, I, I just don't see... It's the biggest booming industry there is. I just don't see the way, the point of diverging from it.
1: There's still so much stigma with it, obviously, because, you know, there's... But money's money, nigga, like... Yeah, but they're not getting, they're not getting... Like I just said, they take 20% of what they, what the, sorry, what the consumers make, or sorry, what the content creators make on their platform, and that's only being generated from sex work. A lot of, to be fair, a lot of the sex workers that work on OnlyFans aren't making as much as you think it's
2: oh no they're not man that's what's so funny
1: yeah it's only a select few who are in that like when you see girls say oh i'm in the one percent of only fans that's not really that like it is it is somewhat of a big deal but it's not as big as they're making it out to be it's the accounts where you see 0.1 percent or 0.01 yeah are, like does that matter i making- have an
2: only fans account like i just signed like you know what i mean like that does that include us? Like, I, we've
1: never posted videos, but we have accounts. So yeah, what does that, have, that would like, include you? Because you're just because you're not a creator doesn't mean you're not an account on there. So that yeah, is, exactly.
2: Same. So awesome. that means literally, no, that's like the same being like, I'm the 1% of YouTube. Like everyone has a YouTube account. Like that yeah. means I have 10
1: YouTube accounts. Like that means nothing. Yeah. There's no, I don't think there's any difference between the user account and like posting up your own portfolio to like start getting your uh content out there. So it's only those 0.1% that are really raking in that big amount of money. And when it comes to this company, you're, you're tied to that. You're tied to your biggest creators who are making money. So they want to reach out and get larger, like celebrity. If you get celebrities, you're getting more users onto your platform, more people are spending money. You're generating more content that way. You're generating more money that way as well too. Whereas with, like you said, with the sex thing, Yes, it's a big business, but at the same time too, there's so much taboo around sex that it's very limited in how you can get money. Like advertisers, you said you can raise money, but advertisers don't want to spend on that. Like the platform True. doesn't have advertising and to get content that you would want to advertise, you don't want to be associated with those products when it comes to advertising your product. So it's real hard for advertisers to be like, "Hey, like let me put my car commercial out here or, you know, my Whatever small time store front or whatever. Out yeah, they're not because, trying to put on OnlyFans. Yeah, they're not trying to put out on OnlyFans. So. I mean, I'm sure they know more than I do.
2: Like, like I said, there's a reason why this is happening. I just didn't um, it's, really well, get it. Comes, it
1: well, the reason it comes down to it is just more money. They want to make more money. That's a, that's all it is essentially. But uh, yeah, it's like you said, a lot of you know the users who are already using it, the smaller time ones. Yeah, they're going to get put out if they do happen to go more mainstream. But I think that also helps them, too, because you're still getting more users onto the platform. So, you know, some people might end up finding your account and hopping Yeah, you might have more people on so, like, yeah. so it. So, more eyes on YouTube and stuff might help you. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily hurt them. I think what is going to hurt them, though, is the fact that if it does become more mainstream, I think their stuff is going to start getting pushed into the background, though, because they don't want that to be on the forefront of their platform. So... It yeah. also might be a little bit harder to find them just based off of, you know, the front Oh, that's 100% page, what's going to happen. The front page they, type views and stuff like that, so. If they start to get, like, the G-rated stuff and that, they're
2: going to, the same way, like, YouTube and all that want to hide that that kind of, like, yeah, dark exactly. side of YouTube. You know what I mean? So, um, but then here's the thing is, like, they'll end up running away and
1: they'll find somewhere else to go. There'll be a new OnlyFans. Like, For sure. There's definitely, yeah, some other platform's going to take that model and make it their own. Um, but, yeah, yeah let's go.
2: it's... It's wild.
1: Let's get into music. Tyler, the Creator's album, Call Me If You Get Lost, dropped last Friday. Wasn't really excited to see it. I know he put out, I think it was a tweet and a couple videos before the album came out. And... I took my time in getting to the album because, well, I mean, I did listen to it on Friday, but... You're
2: looking was, pretty cool. Yeah, you you listened to some of it the next day.
1: Yeah, I definitely listened to it the day of, but I wasn't super excited about yeah, yeah. the album coming out. So beforehand, you know, I was just like, all right, well, Tyler's dropping an album Friday. You know, I'll, I'll just check it out because I'm not the biggest Odd Future guy. I definitely liked some of the stuff they were doing early on, but Flower Boy and... I mean, I kind of liked, liked Igor. Igor was a nice project, but I didn't really listen to it the, all the way through, so... There's just certain things from his past few projects that I would take and listen to and like. But when I pressed play on this shit, man, <laughs> I was thoroughly, thoroughly surprised and impressed. This album, hands down, album of the year for me right now. I can... Yeah, nothing. Can- There's nothing better than this project out right now. And it's going to be hard to beat later on. I mean, if the rumors are true... Well, we know Drake's coming. But if the rumors are true, Kendrick's also supposed to drop as well, too. So... We'll see what happens with those two albums. But right now, I'm definitely confident in saying that Tyler, the Creator, Call Me If You Get Lost, is 100% my album of the year right now. Because everything he did on this project was astonishing. Like, there's no, there's very little faults on what comes on this album. I think the only thing you could probably fault him on is maybe some of the subject material, because a lot of it does happen to fall into him just being braggadocious about his lifestyle right now. But even then, there are other songs where he gets introspective, so- and there are other songs where he... T- taps into like his young childhood and stuff like that so yeah and he, i
2: mean and he says some funny shit like one of the i have that one of the lyrics when he's talking about trying to um, like to talk to selena gomez to get to selena gomez to get to bieber and stuff though like putting some gay lyrics in there too is pretty fucking i don't know if you noticed that but there's one of them and like he has some he has some stuff in there that's more uh like you said, more introspective. And what's it called? One of that song, the eight minute storytelling one was really good as well. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I
1: can't remember the name right now. Hold on. Two. on. Uh,
2: I feel like the ones where he has he gets braggadocious when he gets the f- when he's more like on features, like where he has a feature and like other rappers and that, like he kind of goes into like the the cliche rap. But there's some songs where it's just him. We have some good storytelling and stuff like that. Um, I'm on the same same wavelength as you. That's my album of the year right now so far. Two, I think, I think though what also will make it harder for anyone else dropping is it was so unexpected for me. So I'm probably giving him more credit than he even deserves because like I said, Igor and Flower Boy, I could appreciate artistically, but wasn't exactly my style or what I look for in music. You know what yeah, I mean? Like same I understand why I got a gold. Grammy and that and like it was doing stuff different and like sonically it was like pretty good and that, but it just wasn't whatever. So I really... I was starting to fade on Tyler because I really fell in love with like Yonkers, him, and like when him and Earl were coming up and stuff like that, too. And then he kind of got away with that, away from that. So I was I was happy for him that he's blowing up, but it wasn't really what I was looking for in terms of a sound. And um, now, this, yeah, this album just really blindsided me. I was like, okay, I'm going to check it out. I was still a bit hyped because it's still Tyler. I find like nostalgia of him. And fuck, man, the song after song just hit me the features were good like i love how he got some like all the he got like some of my favorite features too like him getting oozy and um young boy and that too and then 40 42 dug end up being one of the best features as well dude that the song whole, man holy yeah God, like you just it, playing
1: that on repeat for so long so
2: so have i too that goes back to back with the young boy song too and just like two perfect songs that like old even the YoungBoy one, I love the sound of it, and like he kind of gets YoungBoy to switch up his style too, and it's like more that '90s R&B like sounding feeling, and, and uh, YoungBoy floats on that too. So, uh, yeah, the whole the whole album is definitely that's my number one right now. And there's just no throwaways like Drake, who's been coming out. Who else are we who are we expecting album from anyone else? Like
1: uh, right now, Drake. I think Wale is actually going to be dropping this year as well too. He seems like he's on the way.
2: Okay, okay, I can, I can see that being a dark horse uh
1: staples not uh announced that he's dropping his album soon as well too his uh single that he dropped last week's really good too it's kind of uh, maybe not in the same vein as what's your name but he he has really good like old school type rapping on that as well too yeah so okay yeah
2: so i mean and then you know we we never really know because artists will drop like out of nowhere too so who knows what to expect to actually come out we still have six more months left but yeah it's, it's definitely first place for me um there's hardly, I downloaded the whole album. I don't think I took any song off yet, which is pretty unprecedented for me. And it's just how, I don't know, this is how more artists should do. Like, there's just, we get so many fillers and throwaways and that. Like, so even when you have like 10 classics on there, you, the fact that I have to still sift through 12 other shit songs and like the rollout that he had to like two weeks ahead and then he actually dropped it when he said he was going to drop it and just everything and like all the, like, yeah, it just, it made me really, Respect Tyler and everything about it. So, uh, yeah, this is. I think we both agree that um, that it, it's probably our favorite album, and I'm not sure
1: if anything will uh, beat it this year. Yeah, it's 16 songs, and I think 12 of them are actually straight up rapping, or maybe 14 of them are straight up rapping. I know two. I know. I know there's two for sure that he's not really rapping on. It's just like him talking for the most part. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's no real filler on here, and everything you just said. You know, him getting the features, like all the features complement each of the songs perfectly. Like I feel like every single feature just fits the vibe that he was going for. Like fucking Pharrell Williams. I've yeah. only heard Pharrell rap one time and I've liked it. Like all the other times that Pharrell raps on a track, you know, it's usually just like, uh like I could do away with that. It's usually just a yeah. really average ass rap. But on this, he smoked his verse on this and I really enjoyed him doing it. Like you said, um, Youngboy smoked his. Ty, dollar sign, killed his. 42 Doug, I'm not even really a big fan of his music personally. I like him on features. Like, all the songs that yeah, like, yeah. he's been really good. And he definitely keeps it up with this one. Like, that Lemonhead song, man. I think that's my number one that, song yeah, right now. Because- my favorite, I did not expect. Like, I was really
2: hyped for the Uzi and Youngboy one. And then I think so far I've ended up listening to Lemonhead
1: the most. yeah. And then even, even on the front of Uzi, like I, I know Uzi can hold his own and he's always been able to do good features, but just on this type of beat that he came on, I just felt it was perfect for him as well too. So he even smoked his verse as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed everything that the album given me. Same, same boat as you. I wasn't really expecting it because of his past two projects I wasn't really a big fan of, but this was a nice surprise and I've definitely been playing this on repeat. It's, it's been so hard for me to listen to anything else because of how good this album is in just the unexpected, unexpected music that we ended up getting from them. Uh, I don't know. For me though, the one thing I will say it's the one thing that makes the album great, but it's also another thing that I don't like about the album. The fact that the songs are pretty short, pisses me off kind of because they're so good. I just want to kind of hear more of it. Uh, Everything he does on, on, on the tracks, like his rapping is top tier and his production is next level. He's, Definitely elevated his game in that front. But the fact that the songs are just a little bit on the shorter end, it's not a bad thing. Like, that's not terrible. But I would wish that, you know, some of these songs were longer. Like, I yeah. wish Lemonhead was, like, a four-minute song, so I could just listen to it even Fair. longer than, than what it is. But, yeah, I, there, there's no real complaints on this album. I think, I think he knocked this one out the park. Yeah, and,
2: like, I, I mean, I didn't, also, too, so, like, I feel like there was – with Tyler, there was, like, energy and thought put into – the, this is what a lot of artists are missing as well um, into like just the way the album like flows and like the, the, the song like in the order the songs go in and stuff too as well you know what I mean yeah the sequencing, like
1: it, the sequencing.
2: It, <laughs> yeah the sequencing and stuff too and then obviously I don't know for me I'm about that age where I have so much nostalgia with DJ Drama um, as well and the mixtape and the fire ones and him talking over it and like he did I don't know He like because he's not like extra like Khaled and when he was over the Wayne ones and like, even some like the old ones back there, even like Asher Roth and stuff like that. Um, it, uh, it, it brought the nostalgia and it, it wasn't too overbearing, like the way a Khaled album is or anything. And it just brought a lot of the nostalgia. And it was kind of cool because it really set, it was a complete switch for Tyler rapping right? Which he's gone away from a lot. So him doing the DJ drama thing, I was like, Oh, this is kind of corny at first. But then the fact that it was so much rapping and like straight up artists, artists it really did feel like an amazing DJ drama album yeah or like mixtape and stuff. Tape, yeah, so yeah. for me that it, it put it all together and i really loved that aspect of it and it was like just the beginning of it it wasn't too much like for for me too so that really did add to it it's just like almost perfect all around for me as well i i didn't mind the shortness of it too much but yeah some of those songs like i wish lemonhead was longer too just because it's whatever and like i could even done i, I don't want to say that it, it is good like I don't know because i i just want more of the tyler rapping because that's what i like made me like him before so it would have been nice to even have more like features and some more of that but I, it's probably good as is too so yeah it's just it's definitely um in the lead right away um and it still is too i've been listening to, i've listened to it every single day since it's dropped
1: so yeah there so far it hasn't been a day i've missed since that album came out um it's projected to do 185,000. that's definitely going to get him number one if it uh if that holds up which i think it will it might even go up higher because i've been telling people to start listening to it so we'll see what happens (laughs) and see what you you just
2: say it's gonna go higher because you started telling people to listen to it yeah okay buddy what do you mean this nigga thing's got the magic uh, touch
1: no i'm not i'm not saying it like i'm cocky i mean i do have some influence but i feel like (laughs) you know if i spread the word of mouth and that person spreads the word of mouth too there, there you go. Uh, start. start yeah, like I am just going to let you get away with that. Okay. <laughs> Starts running those numbers up. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, someone someone check on Khaled. He might be upset if he sees Tyler. Yeah. Okay. He sees Tyler Fuck He's Tyler number one. Honestly, it almost like I didn't even think about that because you know they've had beef
2: and like Tyler outdid him before too. And now he just like, uh, I don't know. It kind of seems like getting DJ drama on it too is like the better version of Khaled and stuff
1: too might be a little. Shot at him as well, so you know, all around, I'm happy to see it. Yeah, me too. I didn't even think about that, but now that you mentioned, yeah, that is uh, a pretty good or interesting is That an original thought because I don't think I even saw
2: it on the internet. Now, and I might have. All right, off the Twitter I go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am the most influential man in rap music. Actually, okay, you think it's you? Oh man, yo! If you see that Cali line, I'm actually gonna retweet it because it's that. All right, shout out everyone. Listen to that song, album. All right, uh, some other beef, but not really. Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. Did you happen to watch the verses? On yeah, Saturday? I went back and I went back and watched it
2: Sunday. Okay, um, I didn't watch it live. I went on the YouTube, so I skipped a bit and stuff. But, but man, I, 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 Bow Wow came in with like a performer. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. Like he was all on his lyrics and like taking it serious. Yeah, he was hundred percent. Like, I, I gave, I gave Bow Wow the W. I said um, I gave battle the de- – like, I thought he won. Yeah, so did I. I agree with that. Um, and uh, Yeah, I just – I didn't expect – like, Soldier was so funny. It was it was good. I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. Like, I ended up watching more of it than I thought. Soldier was kind of just shit-talking and kind of walking through his songs and repeatedly playing She Makes a Clap, which kind of makes sense. People are hating that. It kind of makes sense to me because right now he does have a charting song. So he's there. Like, I don't think he really cares about winning and stuff, too. He's just – trying to, he's he's always to promote prom- it yeah he's always there to promote himself he's not gonna fuck about that the guy's obviously unhinged too so <laughs> but um but bow was there like you can tell Bao was there to protect his his legacy and soldier yeah. was there to like promote himself which yeah makes complete sense in the grand scheme of things if you know of these artists
1: yeah i was so, in that, i was in that boat of man this is mad corny for soldier to play his song three times because To me, I always take these verses kind of more on a serious end where I like to see people put in the thought, the effort and to, you know, build their catalog and and try and actually obliterate their opponent with their music. So when I saw him do it the three times, like man this is corny. Like you have a top charting song and you're just trying to use it to, you know, win maybe not favors, but you're just making like a, a mockery essentially of what your opponent's really doing out here. But like you said, after when I really thought about it, like after he actually played it, I didn't think there was some parts that were clever about it because he did get two different people to uh, do remixes of it. So there was that. And then it also played into his entire bit about how he's the first one to do everything as well too. So with him playing that song three times in a row, he did become the first artist to <laughs> play one of his songs three times in a row on a versus so it kind of worked out a little bit into his favor but i saw people saying that soldier boy won this and i couldn't see how that was possible whatsoever i think bow wow absolutely obliterated him uh i i don't think it was like uh what is it i wouldn't say he won by a landslide but i don't think it was as close as other people were trying to make it be just because of how like bow wow was still very entertaining himself yeah, he was, too. Like,
2: he yeah. handled it well. Honestly, this was huge for, him. one, I fucking forgot how many bangers Bao had. Two, yeah, I went back and he, listened to a lot of those songs right after. He's a fucking performer. He's a child star and fucking grew up performing. And, like, I guess it makes sense, but you just forget. Like, that was, like, he was killing it when he was on stage um, for me and stuff. And he was, like, you know, he just hit, like, it's really hard to go back when you have 20 years of songs and he's not missing a lyric or anything where a soldier was just letting shit, like, play out. You know what I mean? He was talking half, like, ha- over it half the time and stuff. Which is fine, but... Dude, the that- we made it part.
1: <laughs> this nigga spent four, like, three to four minutes of our time being like, yo, my verse is coming. My verse is coming on the end. Just let the whole Drake verse or the, the first two Drake verses ride for a good, like, four minutes. And in a verses, that's long because... Usually you just play your part of the song that comes on and then yeah, you keep yeah. it moving. This nigga played Drake's whole fucking two verses and then got to his verse at the end.
2: Yeah, which, but again, which is, I don't think is that dumb for some people that are like, we'll just be like, oh, Sol- Soldier was recently, in the last five years, was on a song with Drake. So like, you know, the non-super yeah, yeah, hip-hop heads. We'll yeah. see. Like, it makes, I'm on the same boat as you, but that's what I'm saying why we have, I think it's the mix of like generations. That's why you have people, some people saying soldier. Like, in my mind, there's no way from an artistry perspective you could say that soldier won. Like, it just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but maybe, I think maybe from still, the
1: showmanship part, you could
2: give them Yeah. Said, but like the, the right. appeal to some people, I understand why some fans, like younger people or whatever, that look for a certain thing think soldier won. But overall, I think those are pretty good verses. I got tons of respect for Bao. Wow. Like, he held his own. Usually he's always mad corny. Like, this, like, he's one of the corniest people in the game to me, but you could always take it serious. And, like, that shit's hard, man, getting those old songs and going lyric for lyric and all the, all the like, songs he's been on in that. So, um, yeah, it was one of the more entertaining ones. And I, I'm not a versus guy. I know you like it, but that's probably the second one I've watched. So, um, for me, like, fully through. So, for me, it was um, it was good. It was entertaining. That was big.
1: Yeah, it was definitely one of the best ones, too, because – like you said, I've seen quite a few verses and some of them have been pretty duds for me. Um, I, I only really tune in for the ones where I know I'm going to enjoy it. Like, yeah. the, there was a Wu-Tang one and I know who Wu-Tang are and I definitely listen to some of their stuff, but I didn't really grow up in that era. So a lot of what they play, I like have had to go back to listen to kind of, you know, get the feel for what people were listening to back then. But I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan. And it's funny because anytime I mention it to someone, like, what, you you don't like Wu-Tang? It's like, no, it's not I don't like them. I just didn't grow up in their era.
2: Like, that wasn't... Yeah, same. Well, even for me, I didn't really grow up on so, wu Like, I grew up on Bow Like, it was like, I remember first getting BT at home when I came to Canada. And I was yeah. like, Mr. 106 in park and stuff. And then, like, kind of the trip. Like, he he ran. Like, that was when you couldn't download music. So you had to sit down from, like, three, from, I guess, Eastern time. It was 6 to, like, 7.30. Well, I, yeah, and- you
1: could, but it would take you a while to get a song
2: yeah i'd be on casa for two yeah. days like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to download it and like then it's like file corrupt or some fucking kitty porn or something like oh my god uh, so yeah so you're dealing with that and like i would actually rush home i would like skip school because it came on at like three o'clock and i'd be like mr 106 park like little bow wow and i had like the braids that i'd be like doing the trip walk like bow Wow too so i was like damn i think they both needed each other it was a good balance too though like i don't think i would have tuned in to watch a bow wow versus Fuck, I don't even know, you know, whatever. And, but like the fact that I was like, Soldier might do something wild that's gonna like meme up. Yeah. So I gotta watch this too. And then I end up being like, kind of in awe of Bow Wow. I was like, oh, he actually killed this. So I think it was, I think it was really good for both their careers. And that's the
1: most like I've heard Bow Wow's name mentioned since he's like got caught for some stupid shit. If it was Bow Wow versus Romeo, I wouldn't have tuned in for that. So, like you said, I would have tuned in for like five it- minutes. Yeah. yeah. The fact that yeah. soldier versus him, but I, and soldier I, boy brought out Romeo too. Yeah, that's what was gonna go next. I, I was glad that he, and that, that was a that was a good move on his part. It was definitely something funny, um, and you know that's the only way that you could get, like they said, that's the only way you can get those two in the room because they haven't been in the room ever since. But it was a cool move by him, cool tactic. I, I kind of liked Romeo saying that you know we need to be more on like the peace side and to chop things up and to be more positive towards each other. Um, <laughs> I think he was kind of out of pocket when he said like he was Kobe and the other guys were were uh, LeBron and Jordan of the kid rap version because Romeo as Romeo did have some hits, but he was not Kobe of yeah. that generation. He disappeared. Uh, the nigga had to go to college like Yeah, so he, he wasn't you know what I mean? he wasn't nearly that big. He did have some fandom but he wasn't he had like
2: big. a year and a half, two year run, but yeah.
1: But not that he, he was, was doing fucking DeVry
2: College commercials. Come on. I <laughs> forgot <laughs> oh, yeah, he, Co- he was in that. Yeah. Yeah. remember, imagine Kobe being like, I didn't go to college, but if I did, I'd go to DeVry. <laughs> like, Fuck out of here. Like, what do you mean? You just walk on campus and you're paid for college and you
1: just see little Romeo there. Oh, man. And then, and I liked how Soul, uh, sorry, how Bow Wow brought out them franchise boys. I thought that, mm-hmm. that was probably one of the biggest uh, highlights of the night for me because that song, obviously. One of the biggest songs ever. Um, pop lock and drop it, and you know, having the brat come out with sick and having all the other people out was sick, too. So that was dope. It was a, it was real it was a good way to spend Friday night. I actually just I was I turned it on when I started cooking my food, so I, I just kind of washed it while mm. I was cooking, which is like a perfect match. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it for versus. Uh, our last story, real quick before we move on or before we end the podcast, Bill Cosby. Uh, has been, uh, well, not acquitted, but his charges have been reversed slash dropped. Why? So, he is going to be free um, soon. Oh. Uh, and, let That's me... That's memes, but I didn't understand it. I thought it was Joe's. No, it's legit. Um, like, they, well,
2: are you sure it's not just drop, like, one charge? He's like, no, no, he's not getting no. out he's, of jail? He's, yeah, yeah, he's getting out of jail. No! So- <laughs> really? So, Pennsylvania... I'd rather, see R- I'd rather see R. Kelly free, though. Like, we might get another oh ignition if R. Kelly's free. Bill Cosby will get some
1: bad, like, comedy. Well, maybe it might be some good comedy based off of what his life experience has been for the past two years. So, who knows? You know
2: I'd like to see? i like to see O.J. Simpson if I did it from Bill Cosby. Oh, my God. His side of the rapes.
1: <laughs> well, uh, O.J.'s out. So, you can get all that comedy on his Twitter. At, <laughs> at the O.J. Simpson...
2: 32. Oh, God, we just we just promoted R. Kelly, O.J. and okay, Bill Cosby. You promoted, R. Kelly. You promoted you R. Kelly. I promoted O.J. That was the only person I promoted. And you, yeah, this is a, You've been promoting fucking Chris Brown for 94 episodes.
1: Yeah, Chris Brown's amazing, though. <laughs> okay. Pennsylvania. Okay. okay, so here's the story. Pennsylvania's highest court threw out Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction and released him from prison Wednesday in a stunning reversal of fortune for the comedian known as America's dad. Rapist ruling that the, prosecutor, that the prosecutor who brought the cause was bounded by his predecessor's agreement not to charge Bill Cosby. So basically what the situation is, is that the prosecutor who did bring out his allegations and proceeded to charge him, there was a prosecutor or an attorney, uh, not attorney general, but there was a prosecutor before him who I think there was a deal made because the statute of limitations was about to be, was about to run out. I think there was like 12 days left on it, and there was a deal made that Bill Cosby wasn't going to be able to be charged on these um, on these cases or these charges, and uh, up to yeah up to those 12 days happened. So they made a deal in that sense. But the person who brought it up, I guess, didn't abide by those. So when he brought it up, he still went through with the trial. But it turns out that an attorney general found out that there was a deal made. And in the court of law, um, you know, that was something that he wanted to uphold. So based off of that, they decided to reverse all that happened for Bill Cosby in the past few years. The only thing here is that we don't know if that uh, agreement was written down. Um, It could have just been a verbal thing. So you can't necessarily prove that. And then two, this also doesn't mean that Bill Cosby is innocent of the crimes committed. It just means that... Of course he's not innocent, but he's not means going to... That, yeah, it just means that the judge who knows about this deal that happened to be made decided to reverse the Kate charges because he's upholding that deal that happened to be made. And on the... Uh, what do you call it? On the premise that the prosecutor who brought the charges um, was telling him that he wasn't going to be charged for it. So... That's basically what happened here. It's just it's just a bunch of legal loopholes that essentially got him out. So
2: yeah, that's wild. I saw all the memes. I didn't realize. I just thought something had happened. I didn't realize he was like getting out or whatever. Sounds like you did your fucking due diligence on this guy. Went to law school just to fucking study Bill Cosby's case here. Um, but that's <laughs> Quick wild. Quick article to me. Read, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wild to me. So I guess I'd. Had your kids, had your wife. Yeah. uh, Come to see see if you're you're naughty or nice.
1: (laughs) Well, he's not Santa, man.
2: (laughs) In the hood, he is.
1: (laughs) We'll see what happens because obviously, some of the victims, you know, they're probably going to be grieving. I don't know too much about the case. I just know that a lot of this did happen a long time ago as well too. That's not too, but there's no way he's not guilty. Like there's no way this man isn't. Yeah. I think he definitely did commit some of these crimes for sure. But yeah, it sucks for the victims because they're obviously not going to be able to get the justice that they were seeking for at this moment. Uh, I do believe they are trying to reverse this decision that's passed down, but time will tell. We don't know what's going to happen for the future. All we know right now is that he is getting out of jail and he will be free, uh, Since this has been passed, so that's that is fucking wild. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, But you know, that's how the justice system works. It's not necessarily if you do it. What do I do with my free Bill Cosby shirt now? You rock that. You rock. Yeah, I can still rock. Yeah, yeah. You're on the other side now. You're saying, oh, we. I just got to cross out Bill Cosby and put (laughs) R. Kelly now. Or you just, or you can say we freed. (laughs) Just edit your (laughs) shirt
2: okay cancel season is fully in fact yeah you're
1: about to get canceled next week uh but yeah that'll do it for episode 95 of the pops culture podcast as always guys thank you for listening uh continue to like rate review subscribe on all major streaming platforms itunes soundcloud google play spotify stitcher and amazon music have a good weekend everyone enjoy it take some time off we'll see you guys next week it's really hard for me not to say happy canada day I forgot already. You could always say happy. Well, it's not really Indigenous Day, but shout outs to the Indigenous people. Happy weekend, dish. We're uh, happy. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Peace. Peace to the Middle East.